0: This podcast is brought to you by Shay and Jayla. You no, know, Jayla. A lot of people ask us how they can help us grow our podcast.
1: You can like, comment, share, rate, or subscribe to us.
0: Yep. And if you go on to Apple Podcasts and give us a five star rating and just a simple word comment, that helps us be seen more by other Why Notters out there. Absolutely. Keep listening, and we appreciate you. Thank you. Jayla we have our first sponsor we do we do and it's for your teeth. teeth we're always talking about smiling right absolutely smiling usually helps you feel happy and more joy so give a smile away that's right that's what they say um, so yeah why not keep your smile healthy right mm-hmm so Pentino dental can help you do that located where <laughs> 48258 is a new location. National Road, St. Clairsville, Ohio. Uh, you can check them out on PentinoDental.com. They're also on Facebook and Instagram. They do family, cosmetic, dentistry. So if you're thinking about getting a new set of veneers or something like that, they can hook you up. Absolutely. Give Pentino Dental a call for all your dental needs. Yep, and he just happens to be a pretty cute dentist too. <laughs>
1: right here everyone says you need to know an attorney boy are they ever right and we have another sponsor shay we are big time robinson law offices located in downtown wheeling 1140 main street i've heard they're pretty cute
0: i hear they're pretty cute too that seems to be our shtick.
1: absolutely so if you need some great representation in the wheeling area please give them a call And as always, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Take care. quit touching it <laughs> quit touching it <laughs> all
0: right let's we'll see if i can find this on here too okay <clears throat> this is so exciting it is exciting if anyone's out there can you hear us yes Anyone? can you hear us Is it working
1: yes that would be a good start to see if um can you hear us Working. i'm gonna scoop this a little closer because It's gonna pick up my computer volume. Yeah. You
0: know what? We're gonna. Oh, now you're moving
1: everything. I'm going to text my mom and say. There we go. Okay, that's good. Oh, Carol says she can hear us. Oh, good. Thank you, Carol. (laughs) Carol. Anyway, hello, welcome. Yay, welcome. Um, please bear with us. Uh, i i think we're rocking and rolling this is our first live uh recording podcast um usually we record then post but we thought no we'll try it yeah we are talking all things real estate with mr Mm -hmm. j davis here yep um and basically you know we do like a mindfulness uh self-awareness podcast and i am a realtor and i see kind of in my profession that People just don't know where to start. They just don't have the confidence to even take the first step. Um, and that's where you know I get a lot of joy in my job because you, know, you just need a game plan, you just need a step-by-step kind of what to do, when to do it, that's when Jay can come into play. Um, so that's kind of why we decided to do an All Things Real Estate episode.
0: Uh, real estate's a very hot topic right now and we're just gonna be helpful right yep and i'm gonna learn a lot today too i think a lot of us out there like procrastinate because we're overwhelmed with the decisions Mm -hmm. that come along with like even becoming a real estate investor if it even if it's not like your first time um home to buy so i'm interested to learn a lot from you guys and i'm shay by the way jayla and jay and we are from the ask Ask yourself why not not podcast.
1: podcast
0: Uh, what episode is this? 29. Yeah, this is 29, and this is the place where you stop asking yourself why.
1: And ask yourself why not. Why not? Okay. <laughs> um, Jay, do you want to introduce yourself and give you some background?
2: Sure. Uh, Jay Davis. I'm with Developers Mortgage. I own the branch here in St. Clairsville. Well. Um, hopefully... Can she hear us? All right. Um, Been in this business for 31 years, unfortunately. But uh, you know, I've learned a lot, worked for all the top lenders in the country, and kind of went off on my own so I can help people and give them, guide them in the right direction without having the big bank you know, telling me what to do. Okay. Um, and, and how
1: I, many states are you licensed
2: in? Uh, personally, I'm licensed in about eight states. Our company's licensed in 33, so that means I can do loans in all 33 states if I really want to.
0: Where are you located? Where is your office? I'm
2: in uh, 98 North Market Street in St. Clair's, right next to the courthouse, uh, above the karate studio.
1: Oh, okay. And below the the gymnastics cheer studio. Yes, right. And
2: I hear the kids. Is
0: that right? Yeah, okay. The
2: the kids come and...
0: Keeps the energy alive (laughs) there.
2: they beat on the ceiling.
0: So she says can't hear him so can't hear us, me we're gonna have to start yelling. carol i appreciate you with the feedback right now <laughs> carol can you hear us now
2: we need our own little thing probably here. have to mm. take it to us or something or is there a volume on there maybe
0: is there
2: i don't know there should be or over here is there no volume or anything
1: hmm can you hear us now carol I'm mm-hmm. seeing if there is a volume. What says,
2: they turn down, what was this? Scroll down. There is a wordage thing here. Now scroll down. Mm. That's mm. Oh, that was just... Stream. Yeah. Well, goodness. Let's see. What, what's this?
1: Oh. What's that? What's the... Uh, oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. okay.
0: I think we're okay. I think we're good. We're just going to keep
1: on keeping on. We're going to keep on keeping on. Okay, we always start our show with, you know, a quote of the day, a mantra. Those things really get me going. Jay, give it to us. What's yours?
3: Um, I
2: always like to return people's phone calls. I mean, that's the main key. Always return, phone always return your phone calls. Um, I get a lot of business based on people calling me saying they've called 3 4 or 5 places and they've never got the phone call back. Okay. Oh, and I return a phone call and I, you know, tell them what's going on. Next thing you know I get the business. Mm-hmm. They eventually do get the call back from the other lenders, by then I usually already have something already done
3: and right. ready to go. So
0: and, why not? Exactly. That kind of goes along the line too with just like being present and putting like the customer first, I would kind of think too. Right, right. Well, it's you know, kind I, of like I, what you would
1: expect. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. What if what if you were trying to call right. to get help, especially with how strong the market is? Like, what you what service would you want?
2: I do not want the automated right voice yeah, message. Lost. Those are frustrating. You know, hit zero to to find a uh, customer service rep or something. So I like to immediately try to call. Yeah. And if I'm on the phone 99% of the day, so usually I I see who calls and as soon as they call. I'm on the phone. I notice as soon as I hang up, I'm I'm pushing the button and calling the people back. So
1: I like that. All right. Well, we're just going to dive right in now. Jay, you are a certified professional for credit repair, so we are going to touch on, um, you know, questions regarding credit um, and also different kinds of loans, uh, the market in general. So let's go. <laughs> yes. What is the difference between using um, a mortgage broker or like a bank?
2: All right, so there's actually three different differences. It's just not a a mortgage broker and a bank. There's Mm -hmm. what's called basic lender, which is a bank. Then you have what's called a correspondent lender, which means I work as, I do the underwriting for a bank. So I'll use their guidelines, underwrite the loan myself, do the whole thing, and when I'm done, I just transfer it over to them.
0: Oh, okay. okay. So you that do means the you're work. I'm doing I'm doing all
2: the work, and it just so gets underwriter transferred. Underwriter is the one that looks at like yes. all of yours. our reason. underwriter he does it. The yes. Okay. And then a broker is a third-party person, so okay. he does none of that work. He collects all your data, collects all your docs, and then he sends it to the bank
3: okay. and
2: waits. So that's the hardest part of the business. Waiting. Because they don't know they don't have power. They don't have control. They can't contact the underwriter. They can't do anything. I have the underwriter in my pocket. So and and I'm a little different as well compared to everybody else in the Valley because I'm actually a direct lender. I'm a correspondent lender and I'm a broker. So I'm all I'm all three.
0: Okay. I see I never knew any of that. Most people are are only one. Okay. So I'm all three. Look at you, you're an overachiever. Yeah, so I literally,
2: so basically if I can't get the loan, it's, you're in a tough outfit. You probably won't be able to get one unless a So if
0: someone's working, and this is just like a new question, if someone is working with you, do they get to choose which which of the three they want to work with, or is that something where you can make that decision? That's
2: just my decision. I always wanted to be the lender first. Okay. Because I'm doing everything. I'm doing the loan, I'm funding it, I'm doing everything. The next phase is correspondent lender. And the okay. third part is the broker because I don't want to lose touch of my client because yeah. that means I'm just getting your stuff and I'm sending it over. And you're waiting, and then I'm going to wait and I don't know what's mm-hmm. going on. So okay. that's the worst. And I usually only use the broker stuff for oddball loans for self-employed individuals, like bank mm-hmm. statement loans or um, not no income, no asset loans, and, and crazy ones that people uh, don't want to show you your, their assets and everything. Okay. So I get some loans that other banks can't do at all.
3: Okay, that's alright. So.
2: That kind of helps me get the business as well because I can very flexible.
1: Yeah. Well, the market um, is really strong right now, so we are going to hit on preparation and just being confident. Uh, first yeah. step in home buying process.
2: <laughs> the first step, I think, before you even contact me or uh, a realtor, is to go over your finances. So that's mm-hmm. part of my gig as well. I'm a financial counselor. Um, but most of the time people just want to go jump in a house,
3: Yeah. go mm-hmm. show me this
2: house, but yet they can't even pay for anything themselves. Right. Um, so I literally, you know, if someone contacts me first, like I just had a couple yesterday, say, look, we're going to buy a house in September. My lease is up. Someone said to contact you. You'll help us. What do I need to do? Cause I've never bought a house before. Yeah. So the first thing is you're going to send me your bank statements. You're going to fill everything out. I'm going to see where your money's going. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I've had two instances. One is literally they don't pay rent, have great jobs, and they have zero dollars in the bank. Oh, dear. Yeah. So, And then the other one is they save all their money. They just don't know what to do with it. Right. You know, they don't know what's the next step. There's you know? like a form
0: of procrastination because exactly. it's very overwhelming. And yeah. I'm
2: like, if you, can't, if you don't pay rent now and you have no money, how are you going to pay for a mortgage? Right. We're like, well, we'll save for that because now we'll be ha- we'll have it for the house. I'm right. like, it doesn't work. You
0: have to have a good yes. credit. Do you line? help people kind of get their assets set? To right. prepare for buying yes. a house so, as so well. literally
2: once they okay. they send me everything, they're like, Well, you know, can we just come meet? I'm like, No, I need all your stuff first. I need your bank statements, your retirement funds, I need to see everything you have, and then I'll tell you I want to see your credit, I'm gonna see how bad it is or good it is. Mm-hmm. And that way I can break it down and okay, first the credit's bad, we need to fix these.
3: Right.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, you have money, let's fix everything. Then the next step is, okay, where's your money going? And I'll go through the thing, I'll look, you spend, you know, a thousand dollars a month on on GameStop. Mm-hmm. you know, or iTunes. Mm-hmm. And I see this all the time. Or the main thing I see a lot, especially in this area, is, you know, I'm doing a lot of gas and oil people yeah. or, or coal miners sure. or union people that are working at jobs. You wouldn't believe how much money people spend at the gas station.
3: Yeah. Getting and, snacks. And, and fast food. Oh, yeah. yeah. So
2: minimum, I'm, I'm talking the minimum probably for the month, last month, that I did... Five of these four people, the minimum they spent at the gas station was over $1,100. That wow.
0: is insane. I, I was talking Which, to a friend that lives it. in California, and she yeah. was telling me $7.25 for gas out there at oh, one of their yeah. stations. Yeah, so that is something that I think is going up. Groceries are right now right. too. Right? Gross and of course, money.
2: when you go to the gas station, they have to spread their margins. Their margins triple. Yeah, than yeah. Than if you just went to Kroger's or or Walmart and grabbed all your food and took it home. Packed yourself a lunch, do everything. So I literally get with people and say, look. So it's
1: being mindful. Exactly. So Around your spending. And I have yeah. a lot of
2: people that literally tell me, you know, I don't know if I can afford this house. And when I look through, I'm like, look, you have this $2,500 a month disposable income.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: They're like, why? How? They don't even know, they
3: where, don't even know. where it
2: went. So when yeah. I break it down, I'm like, oh, my God, we can afford this and put money away every month.
3: Yeah.
2: You know, so I do that a lot. So that's the first part.
3: Mm-hmm. And then aware. usually,
2: once they get set up, because you know if they have no money, I don't care if I can give you a 100% mortgage. Right. You still have to have money in the bank, two yeah. months reserves, right. or you can't get the loan. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. So I have
2: to t- teach them how to save that money and why we're getting it set up. Now they're putting money in the bank, mm-hmm. they're getting ready, they're fixing their credit, and then when they're ready, they come back, say, look, I got everything done, then I get them ready, and I give them to one of my realtors.
0: Yeah. How important is credit, would you say? That's
2: the most important part. Yes. Okay. You have to have the credit. So, and some people don't understand that as well. Um, Now, because if you don't have the credit, you can't even attempt to get the mortgage. Mm -hmm. Okay. What
1: what kind of credit score do you need to have? So
2: that's that's the other main thing. You really don't even need a credit score. Really. So it depends on the automated underwriting system that you're using. So I can do Fannie Mae. Freddie Mac and Ginny Mae, so those are government loans as well. Mm-hmm. FHA doesn't really have. If you're a direct lender to FHA, there is no credit limit. And
0: what is FHA? That's the first time. Home no,
2: that's just the Federal Housing
0: federal
3: Authority. Housing. So they
2: okay. they do loans that are for people with lower credit. Okay. Okay. Uh, people who have a high debt to income ratio. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or people that make too much money to qualify for a home time, first time home time first time okay. yeah. okay. so Fannie and Freddie have three percent down programs that you can have okay. 620 credit scores but your income can't each area has a different uh, income limit okay. so I have to plug in a computer they give me an address I plug it in and say look okay this area is sixty five thousand mm-hmm. so if they make more than 65 combined they can't get that loan so now we have to go FHA Unless yeah. their credit's better.
0: That's just it so that they don't have
1: to put that much down. Yes. Then, right? Right. I know I get a lot of phone calls before people, you know, get to the step of a lender. And they'll be, and they will like, I never bought a house before. I want to do the first home buyer. And I'm like, right. well, you know, you really need to contact a lender because you don't know which loan's going to be the best for you. Right. Right. Um, and I feel like that is a little bit uh, what I see a lot. People just think. I haven't bought a house. This is the loan right. for me. When, oh my they can right. another yes. loan can be better for them. Right. And yeah,
2: and that's my main thing is, I tell everybody, every loan is a fingerprint to that individual, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because it doesn't matter if we're at the same job making the same income. That doesn't mean my credit's the same. Right. My savings is the same. Right. And what my debts are. Right. So and you could be a single a versus like a full family. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, it's I literally have to tell people when they call me I need to know what the rates are and what your fees are, I'm like, what I don't know. Yeah. It depends on what mm-hmm. your program is. Because I have there's different fees for each loan.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: There's different fees within that loan.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, if I have to buy points because, you know, if you know if you have to pay points to bring the rate down That's for you what to I qualify. Too, and I
0: didn't know so. that was possible either. You can pay money right mm-hmm. to lower your interest rate. One point
2: yep. one point equals one percent of the loan. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't charge points at all unless it has to do something with an investment property or something and the rate isn't qualified.
0: Right. And okay. investment property rates are typically higher? Yes.
2: Right now they are because they just changed all the guidelines. Okay. But literally every lender that I deal with around here all charge higher fees than I do. Okay. Because um, it's my branch. It's my, my account. Mm-hmm. I don't have to make all the money. I'm not paying another loan officer. I don't have this overhead. Right. So I can literally see what anybody else offers you and I can beat it. Okay. Because I don't have to mess with it. Um, so, but I mean, it's, it's it's a good quality thing. I mean, but you can, like I said, it's a fingerprint. So you just can't ask somebody.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I want, you know, I get so many people that uh, Jayla sends me and says, why well, don't I do the FHA first? I go well, FHA is the worst loan you could possibly get. Yeah. Okay. It's the most expensive in the highest well, fees. It, and then it
1: also depends yes. on how much money you have to put down. Exactly. Like if you you know, you may be in good shape as far to get a conventional loan, but you right. don't have the money down. So that's kind of, you know, and I I've been in it 3 years to where I really feel like I'm it's clicking, guys. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's you just don't know what loan is the best for you. Right. Um there's some loans since we're diving into loans, there's some loans that you can qualify no money down. Exactly,
3: USDA um, loans. But
1: and there's some that, you know, you'll have to put more money down, but your interest rate's better. It's yeah. just kind of whichever is best for you individually.
2: Right. And, um, a, and a lot of the people that are going through my process, while they're looking for a house,
0: mm-hmm.
2: we are fixing their credit, saving money. So now they can go from the FHA program mm-hmm. to maybe the USDA program to a conventional. How
0: long to get your credit score up? It
2: depends on their credit. So right. I've done it two weeks. Okay. One month, three months, and sometimes a year.
0: So if you have like a, if you get your credit score from like a six to an eight hundred, you're. What does that mean? You're going to have a better loan? Yeah. So like now I can go rate to. Rate
2: now rate? I can go to a conventional loan, and okay. get the best rate, and well, only so have to put three percent down.
1: Okay.
2: They might not have their volume.
1: Since up. we're talking um, credit, if you have a bill in collections, what would be your advice for the best way to handle it?
2: okay so most people don't even know they have collections that is true and most of these are medical
1: Medical
3: collections Mm -hmm,
2: okay there's a new law that came out by the way it's going to be enacted this year but medical collections what happens is your insurance will not pay your doctor for 180 days Mm -hmm. your doctor wants paid in 30 days Mm
3: -hmm.
2: so when they get your when you go and you have a copay you're supposed to pay your copay but now doctors literally when they see who your insurance is, mm-hmm. they immediately send it to collections now.
3: Hi hey, Marcy.
2: So when they do this, you can't you don't even know it's in the collections. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Credit Karma, everybody uses Credit Karma, Credit Karma doesn't really use collections at all. They don't they said it doesn't affect your score, which in reality for FICO eight, nine and ten, it doesn't affect your score.
3: Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. for a
2: mortgage it can the it government can. is running the show. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to pay billions of dollars to change the automated underwriting mm-hmm. systems for Mae, Freddie Mac and Jenny. Mm-hmm. So they're on FICO two, four, and five.
1: I noticed so too over. that you can't, like, there's one of my doctor's office that if I go and try to pay at the actual office, yeah. you don't pay there.
2: No, they'll say we already that transferred. Me nuts. They already transferred.
1: Well, no, this is we'll prior it you, before it's sending. Jay. It's Jay. They're having a hard time hearing. Jay. Oh, okay. So. What would be the best thing
2: to do? Pay it off? No, you actually, there's a couple ways. So you, you call the collection company. Usually when I have collections, I'll give you the, the phone number to the collection company. I'll give you a little script to do. But you can settle your collections from anywhere from 30 to 60% off of what you owe.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it
2: depends on how old it is.
3: Right. And okay? how much. And, how, and much. how
2: much and how old it is. Yeah. If it's $25, just pay it. But yeah. you also want to get what's called a pay-to-delete letter. So if I owe $500 to this collection, I can do two things. One, I call them, pay them $500. Mm-hmm. Will they remove it? Maybe, you don't know. So I ask them for a pay to delete letter mm. first. So it says on there, here's, here's my name, I owe $500. If I pay this, I will remove it from the credit report. Okay. So then I will pay them.
3: Right. Now
2: I have proof that I paid them, I have the letter, so I can always go online and dispute it if it still stays on my credit report. Okay. Okay? Another way is you can settle, and they may not remove it. But, you you know, if it's 500 and I can settle for $200, I'd rather pay the $200. Yeah, the 200 Okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, a medical bill, they'll, they'll, they're supposed to be removing that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. You might have to go online and dispute that it's still there.
3: Yeah.
2: And Because it, it'll say a zero balance. Medical bills are supposed to be removed. Mm-hmm. If there are other bills, like uh, say your cell phone service, you ran it up and you canceled it. Yeah. You owe $1,300, okay? You can settle that, it'll show a zero balance, but any other collections are going to stay on your credit for seven years.
3: Mm.
2: So it'll okay. show a zero balance, but you paid it, but it's still a collection, which is now going to hurt your credit. Okay. So it's going to stay there. Got
1: it. Another question regarding credit that I get a lot, and I'm sure you do too. Um, You know, people will call me and they'll want to look at a house and I'll say, you know, guys, the market's super strong. Like it's in your benefit to get a pre-approval letter. Mm -hmm. Um, And they'll say, you know, I I don't want it to affect my credit.
2: Right?
1: Can you kind of elaborate on that?
2: Yes. Um, Everybody thinks a hard credit pool is like the worst thing in the world. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Um, All of this has changed since 2015. Um, In the past, if you got your credit pooled all the time, they would drop your score. Mm-hmm. so when you're trying to shop for a house in a car if i went to the first person the first dealership or the first house and i applied for this loan and i didn't get it i would go to the next dealership and apply again and they would pull my credit and it just go down the line by the time i got to the house the car i wanted to buy my score dropped 30 points and now i don't qualify
3: okay. Mm-hmm. okay
2: so they changed all this mm-hmm. so you could have the ability to shop for big ticket items. The two yeah. big ticket items are cars and a house.
3: Okay. Okay. So
2: now, if you get your credit pulled, it's good for 45 days with unlimited credit pulls. Hmm. After 45 days, it'll break them off into individual credit pulls, but it's only a 1% hit. So okay. it's very minimal, one point max. I mean, it's very small. You know, now,
1: when so when you get a pre-approval, how long does your pre-approval? The pre-approval lasts? is
2: good for sixty days. Sixty days, but it still depends on what you have, what you're you doing those sixty days. I mean, if you quit your job, what if you miss a payment? Right. What if you spent all your money? Yeah. You Got to keep so, everything the yes. same. So I try to, you know, in reality, you're supposed to be collecting my their pay stubs and bank statements the whole entire process. I don't okay. do that. When it runs out, I just ask them, did you quit your job? Did you miss any payments? You know, if they say no, I believe them. I mean, it could happen. Yeah. You know, but it comes to the point now if they say they they didn't and then we get approved and we go to the loan and I pull the credit again and realize Um, it dropped 50 points, then it's going to change the loan. It may get declined after after the fact, which has
0: happened. So,
2: you know, you can't miss payments.
0: People are saying they only hear you, and I don't know why. I feel like we're all talking. I feel like I'm on the
1: same volume level as you guys, but I think my voice just naturally carries. Yes. Um, We could
0: X out and then go back on a phone if we want to try Mm. it.
2: No, that's harder.
0: Maybe harder.
2: Maybe we'll just, I'll have to talk in here.
0: Well, it's not in that because it's this
1: this, one. We just got to really like each other here. (laughs) Oh. We got to like each other. I think Jay's the most important one. Yeah. I want to hear him the most. Yes. so we'll just. It's over up. here anyway um okay where are we at okay here's the, a big question interest rates mm. they've been rising big time they have yes
3: so
2: as of monday mm-hmm. the rate has gone up 50 percent than it has one year ago whoa so it was at five percent for a 30-year euros. mortgage you can't
1: hear, so. I said everyone needs to talk into the microphone.
2: <laughs> well, we're, I mean, I thought you said this doesn't Here.
1: work. Out of that one. I Here, we're going to, we're, just, we're, we're having a this. lot of our fans tell <laughs> us that they can't hear us. So we're going to exit out and then come back on. Yeah.
3: Uh-huh. Let's
0: try it. Coming back on.
1: I don't even know.
0: In live video. I think it must be something to do with. with my computer? With, yeah. Because it literally is only you that... They're hearing, so but, it must be something. I don't know why that would be because I feel but, like we're all talking I thought, now. I thought we were talking. About this, this goes summer. to the podcast, to the actual podcast, but let's try this. See if Brent can hear now. Are we on? We should be on.
2: It says live, yep. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, can somebody let us know if you hear us? <laughs> You'll put
0: it toward. Again, you. this
1: is our first live episode, so we are just trying really hard. There to get you them. guys the information you need and able to hear us.
0: Brent, can you hear us? Anyone? Anyone? Bueller.
3: <laughs>
0: we were having a good conversation there too, I feel like. Can you
1: what? hear us? I don't Take all over my face. you're you're important. Yeah, I okay. can come on there. Hello. Can y'all hear us? Oh, Wait, we this. we
2: don't have uh we can't uh
1: Can you hear us? Hi Brent, can you hear us now? Better? Where is it on here? I feel we're like not the, on there now. The little person.
2: Yeah, but you are here so we should be over here. Right? Because we're on uh, the phone we still should be on
0: Facebook somewhere
1: yes that's better marcy said that's better
0: okay must be something to do with i'm not sure okay. we're gonna
1: have to work on this
0: the audio for whatever thank you
1: know. you. you
2: have to put it on facebook so we can see
0: this is facebook dear i know
2: but if we see it here we can see that they're asking questions differently okay well we can see that's it right better. there
1: yeah that's way it. better All right. oh, okay. okay where were we <laughs> <laughs> um, we were talking interest rates we were talking oh yes You said as of Monday.
2: Monday, the rates have hit uh, 5% for a 30-year mortgage, which is 50% higher than it was one year ago. So, you know, this time last year, they were 2.5% for a 30-year mortgage. Mm -hmm. So what, what that does now, obviously all the rates are going up for every program. This is going to hurt all the people with the lower income to be able to buy a house. Um, so I have people that I qualify. Actually, I just did one here um, that I qualified probably six months ago, and they were at 3.125%. I locked them in uh, two days ago at 4.5.
3: Mm.
2: Big difference. Mm. So the payment literally was like $100 more a month. I mean, it's uh, – Yeah. So this is going to happen. It's going to push out a lot of people that could afford a home mm. to now – you know, because the rates of – I mean, prices of houses are still going up. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. They so they're are. still going up, but now the ability to pay for this house with your income, you're not getting a raise. So your yeah. income's staying the same, rates are going up, so now you can't afford to buy the same house. So literally my am doing a loan right now for my stepdaughter in Cleveland. She was approved for, you know, like 180. Now she's approved for 160. Right. Yeah. Because she's on a fixed income. So now it dropped $20,000 to get the same exact approval just because of the rate.
0: All because of the interest rate. All
2: because of the interest rate.
0: Do you see home prices coming down, Jayla? Or do you feel like there's still Mm. low inventory? Well,
1: you know, it's that whole um, uh, supply and demand. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: We still have
1: a lot of buyers and we Mm. don't have the houses to support the amount of buyers we have. Um, I'm in both states and I see that um, West Virginia is way low in inventory compared to Ohio, for sure. Um, and it's just the supply and demand. And you know, I always tell my buyers, like, if a house hits the market, there is a chance you we won't even have the opportunity to see it tomorrow. Um, so if you can, you know, take a lunch break or you know, leave an hour early from lunch or from work just to see it. Um, I, I, I don't like to put pressure on people, but you, you have to be educated from your, you know, your realtor on how the market conditions are. Exactly. Um, so.
2: You don't have that. Hey, can, I'm going to go look at this house on Saturday. No. Anymore. It's, uh, I see the house I, online. You have to go. I am
1: being honest when I say, uh, mostly I'm showing houses to like eight thirty PM. Typically, you know, you like to see a house in the daylight. We don't we don't have that opportunity sometimes, so it's like you you don't want to put pressure on your clients, but it's just market awareness. You know, you have to be aware of the market conditions. Um, and right now,
0: it's it's a seller's market. So yep, it is. so if somebody wants to buy a house and they they don't want to you know make a decision that they regret, because I was reading an article it was like on LinkedIn about people having. You know buyer's remorse they, get, yeah. they feel pressured to buy this house there's 47 offers on it they win it they get in the house and they're like I don't like it you know right. that kind of a thing how do you make a conscious decision to know that it's like right for you well my little
1: slogan my logo is confidence is key and I always tell my clients this like you don't want to convince yourself to like a house there's always going to be more houses. Um, and, I, you know, you just want to increase your chances of feeling more confident in a house. If you see a house and you're not sure about it, maybe get into a couple similar houses that are like it. Um, that will just increase, you know, that you, you like it or you don't like it. So you just never want to convince yourself to like a house. So I think mm-hmm. that is one of the main things I tell my clients. Like, don't feel bad if I... Right. Show you five well, houses and you don't like them. Right. Like, it's a big decision. Right.
2: And it's tough either way. I mean, I've had people, they want it. They want to make the decision. They want mm-hmm. to do it, but they wait that two days.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you like, have till 5 p.m. You have till 5 p.m.
2: <laughs> for your your your, your most uh, powerful offer. Yeah. And then now they, they get out and they're upset that they didn't go $3,000 more. Well, I, Well,
1: know, again, tough. current market conditions, if I'm mm-hmm. up against other offers... I say highest and best right now. Don't even give the opportunity for them to come back. Like highest and best because the market's so strong that people are, you know, what they what their list of what they want, they're a little bit more lenient on it now. Right. They're, they're going to pay more for a house that they probably wouldn't pay that much for a month ago. Right. So other people are being more competitive, which means you need to be, more competitive with your offer. And it needs to happen your first offer. That's what right. I think.
2: Yep, I agree.
1: So so do you recommend using a realtor, Jay?
2: Yes, you 100% need to have a realtor. I'll give you some good examples. I tried to sell my house about four years ago, five years ago, thinking I know it all. I can save some money, and I didn't feel like picking and choosing a realtor because I deal with you know 20 of them. Okay. I didn't want to say one person do it. So I'll say, I will handle it. And now mm-hmm. if a realtor shows the house, I'll give them their 3%, but I'll do the rest. Yep. And it was the biggest nightmare I ever had to do in my life. <laughs> I think I, I had 15 people look at the house and 14 of them wouldn't, couldn't qualify to to,
3: to buy Hang a bicycle. Out.
2: And I had to go through all my time, you know, take off work, go show yeah. them the house,
1: people don't do show all up. this stuff.
2: People don't show up. It was a complete, utter debacle.
1: And, 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 you know, and once I got a
2: realtor, it actually sold in two days. Yep. So, and I was like, thank God I'm done and I'm never doing it again. And
1: from my point of view as a realtor, and, you know, I work with a lot of realtors. A lot of them are just great. They, they're knowledgeable. Um, you know, if we don't know the answer, we'll find it out, you know, kind of thing. And... We, not that we filter buyers, but we will, I, one of my biggest fear is to show a house to somebody. They love it, but they're not qualified to buy it. Right. Yeah. So when you have a for sale buy owner, you, you'll get a lot of calls, you know, so right. you, you may not be showing your house to qualified buyers, which with a react, with a realtor, we make sure our buyers are prepared and we right. make sure that they're qualified to purchase the house that they get into. Before they love it, and then it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Right. Right. Like we always say,
0: put your money where your pain is, right? Yeah. right. So if, if it's going to cause you time, put some money towards that.
2: Right. Now, you see a lot of the newer realtors, they don't want to lose that, that fish.
3: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: but you have to learn. You know, I've taught them. You know, I get, I've get. i got a lot of newer. I mean, I, you were, you were kind of new when we got together. Uh, but, you know, I never let... You know, I never want you to show houses to 10 You know, ten different houses all over you know, Timbuktu around here.
3: Yeah.
2: And then you don't get the pre approval. And I still have some realtors I do with that have done that. And then they finally find a house, they send them to me. I'm like, dude, they can't get a loan. Well,
1: you know, you know they sellers, didn't want to lose it. Sellers know that it's a seller's market and mm-hmm. they are requesting you to have a pre approval before right. you even show the house. Right. They know their house is going to sell, they don't want to have. People in that aren't qualified to make an offer, and then number one, number two, if you make an offer, they're going to request the letter anyway, or they're not even going to look at it. So, um, when people contact me and I say that's the first step, that really is the first step. Number one, to get you confident of where your price point is. If you know, Jay would say you're pre approved for 200,000, but you're not comfortable with that, you know, those payments and everything, that doesn't have to be. That doesn't have to be your price point. You can come down lower and say, this is where I'm comfortable at. It's all about just being confident in where you're at, so. Mindful. Mindful in
2: the process. I actually do a full-fledged pre-approval, so I am getting all your documents that you would if you were going to the bank
3: Mm -hmm. or
2: anywhere. You know, a lot of people call the banks, what's the rate? you know, my credit score is this, you know, they send them what's called a pre-qualification letter. Based on what you've told them, you're pre-qualified. But they do not have your pay stubs. They don't have your tax returns. They don't have your, your divorce papers that show that you, you know, yes, I make all this money, but half of it's going to the ex-wife. Right. Okay. And then they apply. Two weeks later, they're declined. So you not only upset the realtors, you upset the sellers, buyers, everybody's you know, upset because now they can't get the house. I actually make sure 100% you can get this house. Mm -hmm. 100% your maximum you can get. Right. Okay, so that way you know not to go look at this house over here. And to tell you the truth, I actually go lower than the maximum because 99% of the people will go to the tip top of my letter. So I always leave some breathing room in there in case, you know, there's something needed.
3: But uh,
1: Now here's a question that was sent in from a listener. Do you think a 30-year loan or a 15-year loan is better if you get a 30-year loan and you pay it off quicker without a penalty?
2: Well, there are no prepayment penalties anymore unless you're doing a broker loan. Uh, and it depends on the state that you're in. So, But basic Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac loans and Ginny, Ginny do not have prepayment penalties. Um, the key is, again, it's a fingerprint. If you have the money, 15 years, you can pay it off quicker, okay? But here's a, here's a good catch. If you do a 30-year mortgage, you take the principal and interest payment. Say it's $1,200 a month.
3: Mm-hmm. You
2: divide that by 12. That's $100 a month. If I just pay $100 a month more on that mortgage, I'm paying it off in 23 years. Right.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay? So I'm saving seven years, all right? It's so safe. if I want to pay more and pay it off sooner, then I can do that. But if I get in a crunch with money... I lose my job or something I can go back to this 30-year payment
3: mm-hmm. and, and be fine with it yeah. If you
2: go get a 10 and 15 year mortgage you are stuck with this huge payment
3: yeah
2: you know I can always pay double on my 30-year and get it paid off yeah okay. all right so you know I have somebody right now who um, I'm doing I just did the loan today who was in a land contract because she didn't have the credit so she got in the land contract now I fixed her credit now she's ready to go mm-hmm. all right she's been doing Ten-year payment, so her payment was like eighteen hundred dollars. She wants to go back to 30 years so she can breathe a little bit now. Mm. Okay, and she wants—if she wants to pay eighteen hundred bucks a month, then she can still pay her eighteen hundred dollars a month and pay it off in nine more years. Yeah, but she wants the nice six hundred-dollar (laughs) payment. So you know, but this gives you the flexibility. Again, it's up to the individual. Mm -hmm. And what their what their
3: goal,
0: goal is. is and
2: how much money they have and if yeah. they can afford it.
0: Yeah, and that's a conversation to have too with your like financial planner around mm-hmm. I'm gonna go thirty year, but I do want to pay it off in ten. What do I need to do to do that? Right. Kind of I
2: mean thing. you'll definitely if you go thirty years, one you're gonna be a lot older. Yeah. And you're gonna pay, you trip, you're gonna pay yeah. triple the amount for the house.
1: Now it's not free to take out a loan. Mm-hmm. Can you kind of give us a night I get this question all the time. What is in, what is my closing cost what what in, what do the, what do they
2: entail okay the main main important there's there's fees from different angles there's what the bank charges and what the third party fee charges and basically the appraisal fees mm-hmm. they're a third party as well but they have their own little rules right now so the bank fees are what my fees my fee is 995 okay other banks are 1200 1500 and if they charge points that goes on top of that okay i just have a flat fee of 995. the appraisal fees can be anywhere from 550 to 950. so it's going to depend on who's picking it up and the type of loan you're getting mm-hmm. okay and then you have to get with your title company and they're the ones that have all the fees they're yeah. going the title search
1: which a title right. you want because you don't want to uh, you know get a property transferred that has liens on it right. you want to make sure that it has a clean title which means there are no liens on
2: the property exactly so a lot of cash deals don't want to go through this process but they've kind of yeah. forced the hand to make sure there are no outstanding liens on the property so people can't get sued so that's mm-hmm. why you have to have a title company involved okay. but you're paying for this and these fees can be anywhere from um, you know depending on the lawyer that you're using the state you're using could be you know $800 to $2,800 so
3: mm-hmm.
2: and it goes by the loan amount so you're getting title insurance on the property and that's going to depend on your loan amount so it's a per thousand amount per loan if i get a sixty thousand dollar loan my closing cost might be thirty five hundred bucks but if i have a four hundred fifty thousand dollar house it could be six thousand dollars yeah so again it's a fingerprint every person's loan is a fingerprint when they ask me what the closing cost is closing costs are for a loan i tell them i do not know
3: mm-hmm.
0: i need to know what your you situation it, is yeah. and those are kind of similar across the board yes
2: every lender no matter what has to do the same
0: process same of, so get, the only yeah. difference to
2: compare apples to apples is to compare the fees mm-hmm. and the rate okay okay
1: now speaking of appraisals how long do you think um, I know there was for a while where you know a lot some lenders were not wanting or weren't expecting a 30-day contract. They were saying 45 right. days minimum. Right. More shifted towards appraisals are taking longer. Right. 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 So. So what- that's
2: another example with using a bank compared to using me. Uh, most banks do not submit your file
3: mm-hmm. until they
2: have your whole package to mm-hmm. the underwriter, which includes the appraisal fee. Appraisals are taking three to six weeks just to get them back to you. So if your loan sits there on someone's desk for six weeks, waiting for an appraisal, then they submit it. You don't even know if you're approved yet. because yeah. It has to yeah. get. It has to go through the process. And then
0: the sellers can get antsy. Yes.
2: Sure. And yeah. so, I mean, I get a lot of loans that have been sitting there forever because they haven't gone to underwriting. I've already done. I do my underwriting way ahead of time. If there's issues, I'm fixing them before the appraisal comes back. Mm-hmm. So I'm clear to close and I'm just waiting for the appraisal.
1: Which the appraisal is usually like towards the end. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's usually the, the last They're the ones thing. taking the
2: longest. They're it's usually the months. last
1: thing you're waiting, I, waiting on. And I know when you get more specific towards like government loans, you have to have a certain certificate to be able to be an appraiser on that property exactly. um and as far as why those take longer i'm always up front right. with my clients it's just because not everybody can do those appraisals yes. on those this, houses this
2: area doesn't have enough appraisers no we don't is that right yes there. and
0: right.
1: yes. turn this on real quick okay. Sorry. yeah so <laughs> um where were we at what is the smartest thing someone can do with regards to financing a home now and then in the future until you're ready? And then we're going to wrap it up here.
2: Well, the smartest thing you can do is pay your bills on time. Okay. You have to pay your bills.
0: Now, does it matter? I've heard, too, that if you pay your bills like on the due date, that helps your credit score. No,
2: that does nothing to it. Okay.
3: Okay. Sounds the like key this. is
2: you can't have 30-day late payments. Okay. Okay. All right, so as long as you're not 30 days past the due date, it doesn't hurt your credit. All right, so that's the key. You have to pay on time. All right? The other thing is you have to have all different types of credit. So you have to have, you know, your credit score to have 800 score. You have to have a car payment, credit card, a house, personal loan. They want you to have all of them. But, of course, if you're older and retired, you don't want any of those. Right. You know, so... The credit's changed over the last six years, but they haven't told everybody why. I have older people that used to be 830 credit scores that are now 740 mm-hmm. because they don't have any bills.
3: They don't have any. Yeah. And their score yeah. is
2: slowly going down, down, down. And now they want to buy a house, and sometimes the score, if they don't do anything for two years, their score goes to zero and they got to start all over again. Do
0: you yeah. recommend, I mean, it, I mean, obviously, this would be for a disciplined person, but you would put most of your bills like on a credit card and paid off? every
2: month in full well that you can get caught there so 30 percent of your score is based on your credit card ratio mm-hmm. so you want to be at one percent on your credit card um, so that means if it's a you know a ten thousand dollar bill one percent is you know a hundred dollars mm-hmm. okay you don't want to be over a hundred dollars it starts hurting your credit score if you yeah. use your credit card and jack it up to ten thousand every month mm-hmm. and then just pay the minimum your score is going to drop 100 100 some points
0: well if you pay it off
2: but if you pay it off it depends on when i pull your credit
3: okay
0: so
2: nice. you need to con you need to know when your cutoff date is on every single credit card okay cool. so if the credit card cutoff, like i know my discover card is the um, 19th uh-huh. okay i have to make sure i pay it before the 17th because they their small print gives you a two-day window.
3: Yeah.
2: So I have to have it paid off on the 17th. If not, I know that balance is going to rotate. Yeah,
3: Even if I pay it month. off
2: on the 20th, it's going to show on my credit report next month my point, my credit's going to drop. Got
0: it. So you just got to be real diligent. Right. So
2: you can use your cards as much as you want, but if you're going to make a big purchase for a house or a car, you have to look at it and say, okay, I need to pay this stuff off two days ahead of time so now my score is going to go up 50, 60, 70 points before I go buy something.
3: Okay, cool.
0: A lot know, of so us like play that point. Exactly. So
2: I'm I yeah. do it constantly. So I you know, anytime I'm going to buy something, I make sure everything's taken care of. Well, that's
0: you, very cool. well you guys,
1: we have been talking. Yes. We have. Um, now we, we <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank you for We'll do better listening. next time. We'll, Thank we'll you for bearing a, with us. This is our first live. Um, I know I hope you could hear us at least a little bit in the Prior video, um, but we are recording for our podcast, and you know, it'll be up on our show to where you can listen to it. Mm -hmm. Um, We could probably talk forever, but we've been on here. This is probably our longest podcast ever, (laughs) and we have merch. (laughs) So, in a nutshell, basically, you know, just don't stress, just reach out, just get the knowledge, and ask the questions. You know, there's no stupid questions. There are no there stupid questions. There are not questions.
0: any stupid questions. Why not, stupid
1: question? Why not ask a stupid question? Why not ask a stupid question? There are no stupid right. questions. Now, so. I get that
2: all the time. They're like, I'm asking you another question. It's like, ask as many as you want because we're yeah. not taught
1: this. And I, I know I've said yeah. the market's, you know, strong and tough, but if you if you have a knowledgeable team with you, you, you can do it. You can get a house, just have a, you know, a knowledgeable lender, a knowledgeable re- or realtor, and then... Mm-hmm. You can get it done. You
0: yourself be knowledgeable, too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Ask all the questions.
1: Yeah. Confidence is key. Yes, it is.
0: Absolutely. Why not?
1: Why not? Jay, do you have a why not of the day? That's kind of how we wrap our show up. Mm. Scooch in, Jay. Who can't see you? Why not?
0: Why not? Why not of the day?
2: Why not buy a house?
1: Why not
0: buy a house? <laughs> yeah. Why that not? is
1: a
2: good one. If, no matter what, even if you're renting... Mm-hmm. I mean houses will never go away you always have mm-hmm. to buy it's a house investment. so it doesn't matter what the rates go up to it doesn't matter how the economy is going to be you have to buy a house so mm-hmm. you're not going to rent your own, whole entire life mm-hmm. um, you're just throwing money away so really our business will never go away mm-hmm. it's literally mm-hmm. like death and taxes um, you have to have a place to live you have to have credit at all times because credit runs the world mm-hmm. uh, and, and you need to have you know, you got to have that ability to, to manage your finances to survive. So, I mean, yeah. we're, we're in a business that everybody needs to, to learn by. And, uh, you know, we're here to help everybody. So, I mean.
1: Yeah. shady of you have why not of the day?
0: Oh, why not be knowledgeable about what your goals are. Like, what yes. you value, what your actual goals are. And then just be mindful around your money and, and put your money to work for you so that you can create a home of your dreams someday because mm-hmm. you're a money magnet if you want to be. Yes. Why
1: <laughs> not? Are, right? Why not? Yep. How you are know? you, Jayla? Um, oh, I thought mine was why not ask the stupid question. Yes. Yes. Okay.
2: Yes, yours was I'll why hear. not ask the stupid question.
1: Okay, guys, thank you for listening. Again, we will have this uh, posted on our show so you can re-listen um or listen for the first time uh thank you jay for coming on um we would appreciate any feedback did you like when we go live uh you know we could get better at it
0: if, if you <laughs> do on, uh, and if you got tips
1: <laughs> let us know you know i'm no stranger to video it's just kind of you got to figure it out how the best
0: way to do it so i do want to give a shout out to our shirts Jayla. oh yes this is by our jen, girl jen taylor
1: Jen Taylor. Taylor yes. made. Ask yourself, why not? And our, our quote is, stop asking yourself why and start asking yourself why not. Yeah, That's kind of how we made her. She's for us. She's show. really good. Yeah, she thank has a you. quick turnaround. She always, she makes really cute stuff. So shout yeah. out to her. Um, and we're watching the dang sunset go down together, guys. Yes. Mm-hmm. So awesome. sweet. All right, thank you so much. Bye. Thank you.
2: So I think we just need to...
1: Have a microphone here. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, share it with a friend
0: or give us a great review. Yes. And also if you have an idea for a show, please share it with us. We really love to know what our community, um, thinks about the episodes that we're creating as well yeah what our listeners are enjoying listening to yeah that really helps us create better content for you yeah absolutely
1: as always thank you for listening to the ask 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 yourself why not podcast